Guys, welcome to Better Bachelor. This is Joker with a face for radio and a voice for print. As you may see, I've changed locations. I am now on the Bachelor bus. I'm on my bus that I'm converting into a little tiny house. I'm almost done. It's like some curtains. I am fixing the front steps, uh, repainting them and sealing them up a little bit better with a kind of enamel poxy. And, uh, and then doing the dash area. And then I'm done. And then I have no place to go because everything's on lockdown because the bug and all that good stuff uh so i'll play with the lighting i know right now it's kind of very harsh i've got to get some more soft lighting in here and uh but i'll, I'll get that done in a couple days so here's what we're talking about today uh you know women have been um really complaining about you know the also me movement and of course the girl power advocates are very big into hey uh you know what we don't need you we don't want you we're better than you why don't you just go away or, uh, you know, talking to me or asking for my number is is hassling me, and I don't want it. So guys said, okay, we're done. And I've, I've done other videos on this, but I have some really, uh, a couple of new articles that I think are kind of interesting. And, and so guys have said, okay, we're out. Now what's happening again, surprise, surprise, women are coming around, they're saying, you know what, I really miss when men used to flirt with me. I miss when men used to ask us out or mentor us or talk to us or have anything to do with us. And so let's get recording on this here and we'll talk about it. This is from um, this is from uh, a uh, amgreatness.com and it says, How I did not meet your muscle, uh, mother. Progressive women are finally getting what they asked for, which is, hey, men, leave us alone. So what's the problem? They say the protocile has become a minefield. Church isn't safe and the workplace is far more dangerous than ever. If this continues, the species may not. No joke. Men and women used to meet and sometimes flirt at such places. Often they ended up married. Ronald Reagan met Nancy on, the, on a movie set. So did uh, Ayn Rand, who worked as a screenwriter for a time, and her not as well-known actor husband of more than 50 years, Frank O'Connor. Uh, Bill and Melinda Gates met, met at Microsoft. She turned him down the first time he asked her out. Back then, it wasn't career-ending, let alone criminal, to ask a second time. Just a few of the famous couples out of the millions of couples who probably never would have become couples had they not met because of this Cher Chernobylian fallout of the Also Me movement. Men have become leery of even being in the same room with a woman if there isn't someone else in the room to serve as a witness and be sure to keep the doors open. Uh, this is something I've talked about a few times where men are not mentoring, men are not inviting women out for uh, meetings, men are not going to be seen alone without the door open, maybe a witness. Hey, but this is what happens when, it, when it's believe them, no matter what they say, and guys say, okay, I'm just going to protect myself and make sure I have a third-party witness that's here to protect myself because an accusation, whether there's proof or not, means the end of my career. And guys are going to protect themselves against that. So I'm going to jump to this next story here. And this is from, um, and I'm going to keep these kind of short, but this is from, um, uh, well, an archive, but it's from Alleviate. And it says here, good men of the world, step up, we need you. And this is, they were talking about the mentoring. They're saying that powerful men are falling like dominoes. We've clearly hit a tipping point with decades of collective resigned uh, uh, silence by women about uh, guys hassling them at the workplace, coming up to a thunderous conclusion. And she talks about kind of the same thing what I was just mentioning. mentioning. But the, the, the point I want to talk about here is this. 
She says, now, however, we have a bigger issue. We're moving from a state where it was perhaps easier to invite men to being actively scared to invite women. The most notable example of this behavior is the so-called Pence rule. That's where Vice Pence won't be seen, uh, eats alone with uh, women other than his wife. And if there's alcohol involved, he will not go without his wife by his side. But she says women cannot do their jobs, let alone lead, when every time they are sitting alone with a man, they're wondering whether he or someone else thinks they are an entree and a dessert away from bedroom fun. And no one can do great work if men are scared to get within five feet of a woman without a chaperone. In my previous role as a chief operating officer and investment firm, I enjoyed countless meals alone with my male colleagues and partners in various cities around the world. And she continues on this line, but the whole point is... Guys are saying, hey, you know something? I'm not comfortable with this anymore. Like, again, if something's thrown at me, whether it's true or not, so I'm not going to mentor you. I'm not going to be alone with you. I'm not going to be seen with you. But here's the irony. Here's the irony. It's where she writes here. So where do we go from here? She says, to me, it's clear. We need the many good men of the world to step up to the plate. We will all need to find our way in this new era, but it's essential that men in senior positions lean into the problem. Do we want a world where no one feels comfortable giving a compliment like, I like your dress or nice tie? Of course not. Do we want an environment where people think twice before making a, an adult joke? Probably. Do we want someone uh, to fear getting fired for a small verbal lapse? No. Okay, but guess what? It's too late for that. It's too late for that. You've had years, years to step up and say, hey, you know what? This kind of, these movements can have fallout for women. And it is now having fallout. But only when they realize they're not having these intelligent, career-minded men that are going out there, that are driven, that are successful. Only when they realize these guys are now not going to teach them anything because they don't want to be alone with them. Because again, if they're falsely accused, they could lose their wives, their family, their career, their income. They can lose everything. Only then, when the women realize, oh, I'm losing out too, that's when they start complaining. And now they're saying, hey, men, you need to step up step up to the plate and lean into this. You, we need you to fix this and help us fix this. And the men are saying, nope, nope. Because if I lean in, if I try to stand up, if I try to say, hey, okay, let's go ahead and we'll, let's plow through this. Let's go through this together. Patriarchy. Men, oh, you know, showing mansplaining. Over, being overbearing, uh, uh, pushing their way through. No, it's too late. This is what you wanted. This is what you asked for. And this is what you got. Too bad, so sad. Uh, but the last part I'm going to talk about here is kind of what I made the thumbnail on, which is dating. And this is by Keila Clarkson. This is from just uh, two days, three days ago. She says, we don't actually want men to stop pursuing us. Well, before we get into the article, let me ask you this. Guys, if you're very attractive and you can pretty much flirt with anybody and, and get pretty lucky, um, you do continue to flirt and pursue women because you know there's really no, no downside to it. Usually you end up getting the girl that you chase. And so that gives you a lot more selection. So you're a lot more selective in your choices. But what about the average guy that feels like he's average looking, that feels like maybe he's nothing special, that I don't know if she really is into me or not. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of average, but most kind of other average girls that I seem to ask out are grossed out because they're off uh, uh, being active with guys that are more attractive. Now, it's not going to lead to a long-term relationship, but they are having their fun. Well, guys like that do not step up because there are, again, hey, he's, he's hassling me. He's bothering me. But I only asked her out once. Well, 
by the look on her face, wasn't it clear that she didn't, you know, there's too much of a minefield and guys have walked away. So she says, we've created a generation of young men who are afraid to pursue a woman, but it's in our feminine nature to enjoy being pursued. Yes, you enjoy being pursued by the men that you want, but what happens if it's a guy that you don't want? What if it's a, a guy that you don't like? Well, then it's bad, but men don't know if they're wanted or not. So what's the safest bet for guys? Not doing it at all. She continues on. Bumble's reign as one of our generation's favorite dating apps only continues, showing no sign of being dethroned anytime soon. Ads for the app show up all over platforms like TikTok and Facebook, attempting to capture the attention of even more young singles, and the number of dating app downloads has only increased over the course of the bug. Part of what made Bumble so appealing to millennials and Gen Zers alike was its woman-friendly setup. Only women are allowed or are able to send the first message, thus ensuring far fewer unsolicited messages and pictures from random men, allowing women to feel more in control of the conversation. This was in stark contrast to more hookup-centered dating apps like Tinder and OkCupid, on which men typically took on the role of the pursuer. So, this is what women wanted. They're getting it. Of course, Bumble's strategy didn't come out of nowhere. The narrative that it was time for women to become the pursuers, assuming control of the courting phase, and for men to take a back seat, had been brewing for quite some time after the Also Me movement swept through the entire entertainment industry a few years ago. This notion became even more prominent in our culture. Many men became reticent to express interest in the name of female empowerment or simply to protect themselves from being wrongfully accused of misconduct and unfortunate downside of the movement. She says, why is this partially a good thing? It's safe to say that the grand majority of young single women have experienced the discomfort of handling unwanted advances. A guy who won't take no for an answer or having to draw boundaries after expressing disinterest in a guy. Young women often lament the fact that their rejection of a man's advances are only taken seriously by him if she claims to already be in a relationship. But here's the problem. I have posted this before. Women will say, no, no, I'm not really interested. And the guy's done. And then women are coming around saying, well, I was just playing hard to get. Why aren't guys, you know, trying a little harder? Why aren't guys, you know, pursuing me a little bit? I like that. And the guys say, you said no. And I respect your wishes. So no means no. And they move on. Women don't like this. So now if a woman likes the attention, she has to either make it known to him that she's into it. And even oftentimes then they do it just for attention. And once they get the attention, they go, oh, no, I have a boyfriend. I'm really not interested. I just wanted to see if I could get you to like me. So what do guys do? They give up. They just give up. They're not interested in the games anymore. For some reason, women think that guys want to keep playing games, but that's not how it works. She continues on. Many men become reticent to express interest in the name of the girl power empowerment. In this context, it's not an entirely bad thing that women are now taking it upon themselves to call the shots in the beginning stages of a romantic relationship, and it's easy to see why we found ourselves in such a mindset. Young women were tired of feeling hassled by unsought uh, spicy pictures or men who think she'll change her mind if he keeps on asking her out, and many men didn't want to be seen as that type either. Thus, we've created a generation of young men who are afraid to shoot their shot, an outcome that isn't as positive as we might think. Here's the other problem with having women being the aggressors is when a woman didn't ask, get asked out a lot and she was not aggressive. She just kind of waited to be asked out when she was asked out by a guy that felt like she was in his wheelhouse, that she was of his quality, that he was of her quality. 
he would ask her out. So a five guy would ask a five girl out, maybe try a shot for a six, but they'd always kind of ask out people that are in their same range. And what would happen? The girl didn't get a lot of attention from the good looking guys because the, those guys were wanting relationships with the girls of their caliber. So everybody kind of paired up with somebody of their own caliber. What's happened now, though, is girls are being the aggressors. It's OK to, to go out there and be promiscuous and to shoot your shot. And so what are one, women doing? A woman that's a five will wear a low cut outfit, something way too tight, load on the makeup, go to a club, and she'll look at that guy that's a seven and eight or a nine, and she'll shoot her shot. She'll flirt a little bit with him. And all of a sudden, he's like, yeah, I'll sleep with you. And she's like, oh, oh my goodness, I've caught an eight. Yeah, but you caught an eight for like an hour. You're not going to catch him for a relationship. But now she thinks that's, that's now her new standard. Fives are beneath her. I've already had an eight. And it screwed up the entire dating. And now guys that are fives that ask out a five or even a four or a six, they're told no because she's off having a fling with a guy that's a seven or an eight thinking she's going to be able to lock it down, which never happens. And when I do my dating profiles here a little bit uh, in a few minutes, you'll notice something. And this is very much centered around that. She says, it's in our nature to be pursued. Every woman's means of engaging in a romantic relationship varies. Some might be confident go-getters, while others are far, far more timid. The truth, however, doesn't negate our biological hardwiring. According to Robert Trivers' parental investment theory, it's actually in our nature for men to do the chasing while women do the choosing. His theory asserts that women being the uh, sex that risks far more during the bedroom encounter, um, pregnancy, are naturally inclined to be more careful about whom they engage with, while men, on the other hand, are drawn to prove their worthiness and woo the woman by pursuing her, winning out over all the other men who are likely doing the same thing. But what happens when a, a, a good, successful, young, athletic, good-looking, whatever guy can easily get women that are five, six, sevens, and eights? And then maybe a nine and 10 may challenge him. He'll be with all of them because he can and it's easy and it's fun and he gets to feel good and have his fun. And what happens to her? Well, she's being pursued by very high status guys and she thinks that's her new normal, just like I was saying. So what happens? Well, again, there's the, um, the, the like you said, his theory asserts that women being uh, the gender that, that risks far more during the encounter meaning pregnancy, well, that's not so much a risk anymore because of modern technology and, and, and the pill and things like that. But but what if she does? What if she says, you know what? He's so hot and good looking and all that. I'm okay with not being careful about it. And then if I get pregnant, I have this good looking, tall, attractive, successful guy's uh, DNA. And, and maybe my kid will turn out to be the same. That's also hardwired in women to have that. And then she looks for the good provider that will help take care of that kid. That's why a lot of guys are not into raising other guys' kids because it's not his kid. So uh, she says, why being chased is actually nice. Pursuing a woman doesn't, ju uh, doesn't just look like messaging her first or asking her out. Men have traditionally shown their interest through chivalrous acts like opening up a door for his date can't do that. You're implying that that uh, she's incapable. Uh, offering her his coat. Nope. Can't do that anymore because I'm cold. You should have brought your own coat. Or expressing his desire to protect her. Nope. Because too many times guys will just try to protect women and they are taken to court or they're, they're, they're blamed for doing something inappropriate even when they don't. So that's over. You guys ruined it for yourselves. 
And and a lot of you women may say, but I never did that. I never I never did any of this. The girl power movement, this feminism thing has done it. Uh, that's all the articles we read. It's everything you see on TV. Men stupid, patriarchy, men bad, women strong, women independent, women powerful. Well, since you, you girls that are not guilty of that didn't stand up and say, hey, this is ridiculous. This isn't fair. Men are not, there's a very few men that are like this because you guys just said, and I'm not blaming it on you, but you didn't step up and help defend men. And so what happened? Men can't defend themselves against this because the minute they do and they say, that's not me. What, what do they get? <gasps> Patriarchy. You're just afraid of losing your power. That's why you're complaining. So men can't complain about it, or they're told that they're doing exactly what's expected of them. The only people that can fight back against this are like the women writing this articles, but it's too late. Until you make a very large movement to help men, you get what you get. And so if you're being lumped in with the other women that did this and complained about this stuff and are making the, the bad accusations about guys that didn't do anything wrong, and you don't step up and come out for guys, you may not have helped it, but you didn't stop it. And because of that, guys have just said, I don't know if you're part of that movement. And and if I take a gamble and I'm wrong, I could get in a lot of trouble. So it's just better that I, I stay out of it, that I'm, I'm just not going to risk that. She says, uh, in today's society, such an attitude is often described as benevolent. You know, this is what I was just talking about. Benevolent sexism, because it supposedly implies that women are incapable and helpless. However, while many young women bristle at the thought of being taken care of in this manner, it turns out that the great grand majority of women, traditionalists and feminists alike, prefer chivalrous men to choose uh, to those who take a less woke approach. Too late. Too late. Despite our culture's insistence that we shift the roles men and women have always taken through courtship, we've yet to complete that shift because women actually like being pursued, to feel sought after, special, and taken care of. These desires don't take away from our independence or strength as women, but instead, instead speak to our self-worth. We're worth the work that a man puts in pursuing us. No, you're not. Not anymore. And I'm going to get into that when I do my, my dating profiles of the day. Expecting a guy to actually put himself out there to make the effort to win us over is empowering. And just as Jill uh, Chodorov-Kaminsky wrote in a piece for the Washington Post, sitting in the passenger seat isn't so bad after all. Okay, but here's the problem there, gals. Here's the problem. Is that what a guy is doing is he's pursuing you and... He, and you want him to pursue you. But the problem is you're not worth pursuing anymore. You're not worth the catch. Why? The divorce rate. 60 to 80% of you that we chase after and we show we're good men and we're kind and we're generous and we pursue you and we win you, 60 to 80% of the time, women file for divorce. We lose in, in, in child custody. We lose in the courts. So we do all this pursuing to win you and you don't even stick around. And then when you don't stick around and you leave, we lose from because we have a contract that the state now supports that punishes us for it. It's, it's like signing a contract with a business partner that basically says, hey, we're in this business together, but at any time you want to stop doing business to me, you get to keep the business. Even though the business might be half mine, you get to keep the majority of the business. And I'll keep paying you over the next 18 years for our little business partner that we had together. I'll keep paying you for leaving the business. 
Makes it real easy to live, leave the business. All right, so so we, you get my point there. I'm going to leave it there. But but gals, gals, this is what you asked for, and you got it. So no complaints. Sorry. Um, now we're going to do the profile of the day. And I, and I want to talk about these dating. I didn't put one dating profile together. I put a bunch. And I want you to see if there's a running theme together here that you can pick out. I'm 24, two beautiful daughters at 24, looking for something more serious, done with all these boys and the players. They got what they want and dip out or start disrespecting. Let's get to know each other. The one insecurity I got is being thick. So if you don't like thick, move out of my way. A, attitude. B, overweight. And you can call it thick or what you want. But when a guy reads thick, what he hears is she's heavy and she's she's not okay with it. So she's trying to call it something else. 24, two daughters. Remember, she's done with all the boys and all the players. They got what they wanted. No fun for you. Uh, this one is a little hard to read. I have to lean into it. A full-time student studying with my certificate in education support to become a teacher's aide. I am a, a simple mother to a beautiful uh, little girl and who has recently recently turned one and pregnant with another one due next year. 23. There's nothing else I need to read on the profile. That says itself. 22. Eight months pregnant, so definitely nothing serious. But I'm trying to make a baby daddy jealous. You trying to help. 420 is all day around here, so don't add me going to jail Saturday. Not sure what that means. 26, a full-time mommy to four beautiful children, two boys and two girls, looking for a real relationship, not a mess about. 26, four kids. 25, mom of two, hopeless romantic. If you are less than 5'11", swipe less because I still have standards as a 25-year-old Mother of two. All about good energy and making the best out of every day. Time is precious. Don't waste it. Don't like boys. Love men who are emotionally intelligent. 20. I am a single mother of two beautiful little girls. I am still pregnant with my second daughter. Now here's the catch. If you can't accept that, then please do yourself a favor and swipe left. I'm looking for something serious. I don't have time to play with anybody or let anybody play with me. That's right. The fun is over. If you can accept me and my two children, then good. But if you can't, then I don't know what to tell you. The first picture is what I look like now, only because I'm pregnant, LOL. But the other two pictures are me. 21. I'm looking for something serious. I'm a mother of four-year-old girl and a two-year-old boy and am currently 27 weeks pregnant with number three at 21 years old. 22. The child's mind we come as a package deal. If you're not looking at looks when picking your women and all personality, look no further. Here I am. So as long as looks are not important to you, she's perfect for you. Tattoos. 5'5". Five, five. Wish you'd be at least six foot tall, but that's okay if you aren't. Wild AF. Literally easiest person to get along with. See the running theme here. 20. I'm not here for games. That's right. The fun is over. I'm not here for games. I'm 20 and I'm expecting a baby in April. Looking to find someone to chat with and kick up with. If you ain't ready for me and my child, don't even message. P.S. I only like black guys. 
Last one. 25. I have three children. We'll be looking eventually for a long-term of, uh, relationship. Eventually. In about one or two years. Not rushing after someone to have a laugh with first. You know, the the thing of it is that just blows my mind on this stuff is that number one, all of these were under the age of 25, maybe 26. I, I don't remember. all. Under the age of 25, multiple kids, half of them were still pregnant because what's happening, they're making the choices. They're chasing chads and they're, they're not choosing good quality men. They're not choosing men that are responsible. They're not, or maybe they are and they throw away the men. I don't know. But these guys are not sticking around to become dad. So what do they do? They get the good DNA. They get the good genes. They don't use any protection. They're not smart about it. But then when it's like, oh my gosh, I'm alone. I want men. Men, please come chase me. As a matter of fact, some of them still have standards. Got to be six foot tall. Got to be this. Got to be that. You're out of you're out of choices. As a matter of fact, you're probably out of dating. The only guys that will have anything to do with you are the guys that are just going to they're going to basically give you a hardware store. That's where the guy screws, that's where the guy nuts, and that's where the guy bolts. You get the hardware store treatment. That's what's coming for you. Because no guy that's 20-year-old and 25 and 23-year-old guys are worrying about enjoying video games, maybe um, getting a nice car, working on their apprenticeship or college, um, growing their careers, having fun with their mates, going down to the pub, having a couple pints, maybe flirting with some girls. No dude is going to want to lock it up and get in a long-term relationship where it's add water and you're insta-dad. That's just not going to happen. But that's what the, these women now want. Why? Because they had their fun, you see. And their fun left them with kids from maybe good-looking, maybe fun, maybe the bad boy. But, hey, the good guys, the true good guys, the guys that would not only have given you a long-term relationship, maybe married you, maybe eventually given you a family, maybe you could have been with for long-term through life, you blew that. You literally probably blew it you threw it out the window and it's too late to come sniffing around and saying hey i've got attitude and if you don't like it and my three kids who come first then go away okay okay you can't come to the table with attitude you can't come to the table having lived your best life and what and and you have your fun and then expect young men to say i'm okay with this i'll step up i'll go ahead and just in my young 20s when i'm just learning to have fun in life I'll, I'll, I'll surrender my life and my fun and what I want to do for you and your offspring. And what do you bring to the table so far in most of these? Kids and attitude. You get what you ask for. And with women asking these good-looking players to be with them, guys are like, yeah, I'll hit it and quit it. Why not? I'm a dude. It's what we do. Not all of us. But these guys are. They'll say, I'll hit it and quit it. And she doesn't take responsibility or she believes him when he says, uh, don't worry, I'll stop before I, I do the bolt part or the nut part and then I bolt. Uh, she believes him and then she gets pregnant and that's it. Now, I'll give these women credit for one thing. At least they didn't delete the kids because that's, and, and far too many women do. So I'll give them that much for stepping up and, and being moms to these kids. And, and it makes me feel sad. It makes me feel sad for these women because they really don't have any, no one of quality is going to date them. Number two, the kids. The kids are really going to suffer. And I feel bad for the guys. Not the guys that did them and ran, although they may be paying child support, which if, if it's not their fault. I mean, if, if she chased them off and is getting child support and, and chased the dad off, bad on the, the women. But if he just left, 
well, bad on him. And, and let's hope he at least does help the kids out with child support. But I also feel, I do feel bad for young men that want to date. And they open a dating app and they're young and they're just getting out there because 80% of dating is on dating apps. And they get onto a dating app or they meet a young girl out at the pub or whatever and they have a good conversation. And all of a sudden it turns out she has one, two, three kids. She's already expecting another one because that's a no for, for almost all men, I'd say. And, and so the market is getting very, very thin for quality women. And most men, because of everything I've talked about in this whole video, most men have quit. They just say, no more. I'm out. It's just not worth it. Guys, if you'd like to support my work, links below as always. If you have, thank you very much. Best way to support me is like, comment, share, subscribe, and I'll leave it there. This is Better Bachelor. I'm Joker. Remember, you chased us away. You told us to stop, and we did. Now that it's hurting you, you can't say, please come save us. Please come back. It's too late. That ship has sailed for most men. And until women start fighting against this, this is it. Mm -hmm.